0: Hello, welcome to Yoga Freedom Podcasts. Today I'm just going to talk about how I got into yoga and, and the moment I got yoga. I've always been a very inquisitive person and also a very sort of peace-needing person. My mum um, was had a long-term illness really when I was a child and it was quite disruptive to the household and I used to find myself when I was probably about 12, 13, I used to live near fields and I would Go walking through the fields and inevitably sit somewhere under a tree, and particularly in Bowton, um, I love Bowton, and I would sit under a tree there in their pocket park, having walked through the fields, and just sit peacefully, either um, with my back against the tree or just beside it, and I would just close my eyes and listen to the noises around me and basically just the life going on for everybody else around. And I would be able to easily contrast that with the peace that I was feeling and with a a sense of witnessing things, witnessing my own peace next to the noise and life that was going on. This is really just my natural state. I'm not very logical in my thinking. I'm a bit daydreamy and uh, I'm very, very right brained. And because of that, I think that when I eventually found yoga, it just placed me in exactly where I had been placing myself. It felt very familiar. It felt like I'd come home. So I was used to sitting, as I mentioned, from an early age on my own in my own space in what I now believe to be a form of meditation. And when I found yoga, it happened through the TV. So it used to be, I think it was GMTV, they would show a short segment of yoga and I would sort of get out of bed early morning and just join in with this 10 or 15 minutes and I used to feel like I was connecting again to myself it was like just through that short few minutes being able to feel my body sense my body slow my breath down I was able to reset everything that appeared to be sitting on me, sitting within me, other people's energies, um, emotions that I found difficult to deal with. Um, I found a way of being able to calm all that and soothe all that. So through that process, I then went off and bought myself a DVD. And I think it was Penny Smith um, and Antoine, someone, I can't remember his surname now. And and. Uh, I used to do that three or four times a week along with regular other exercise. I've always been somebody that's woken up and exercised. I used to get up and do all that before I'd wake my children up. Um, So for me, getting up early, putting a practice in, again, it was something that I was doing anyway even before I discovered yoga. So this is probably going back to about 1992 something like that 1993 and um what I did then after buying this DVD and doing it a few times a week I w- I just became you know really enthralled and intrigued by the practice I didn't actually go to any classes, it all was very much my own inner practice and I started just to explore different poses myself. Um, So some days I'd be just feeling my body in different stretches, working with my breath differently Um, but the the guidance I had through DVD remained the same, it was just the same DVD. So this process of my own inner inner own inner exploration and the little bit of guidance I had through the DVD, my own previous practice and natural awareness of sitting in meditation and being with the breath and that stillness, it all sort of sustained me until about 2007 when um, I had never thought at all about becoming a yoga teacher. I was working at the University of Northampton at the time, a single mum with two children and I decided you know something had to change. I knew that there was a restructure at work and I was um, sure that I would have to find different work and I decided one night when I went to bed just to ask for some guidance on what I should do about my work situation, being with the responsibilities that I had. Anyway, the next morning I got up, rolled my yoga mat out, stood on the end of it, threw my arms in the air and thought, yoga teacher. And I'd never considered it before. I stopped what I was doing, went onto the internet and found a school around the corner from me in Wellingborough. I asked... Um, them for a schedule of the classes and and how the course would be um, to see whether I could go because of my commitments being a parent and um, they said to me if I paid a check I would then get the schedule later on and and I was literally doubting being able to do this I couldn't really afford to just give money away then not be able to commit to the course and this happened to be on a Friday morning and that evening I went out uh, with some friends I didn't often go out to the pub but I went out to that with some friends and somebody turned up there that had never been there before It was a a, a biker uh, man in all his leathers and he was a friend of a friend of a friend and he'd just turned up and I just got talking to him and, and he said to me oh it's not um Gail and Brian the inner healing in Wellingborough is it the inner healing school of yoga and I said yes it is actually and he said go with it he said my my wife trained with them, and she's never looked back. Um, and for me, that was the biggest sort of evidence of synchronicity and being guided that I have ever had, really. It was obvious from that moment the chances of meeting somebody randomly like that and having just explained my doubts on whether I should know take any inquiries further to become a yoga teacher how he knew exactly the school I was going to be training at and um, he basically said go with it so for me I had to and uh, I paid the deposit and bought loads of books and over the summer before the course started I was reading and carrying on with my yoga and um From then on I had to start going to regular classes and it just all opened up and I went from feeling as though I was sitting on a hard plank of wood in life, I went to feeling as though I was sitting on a cushion. All of a sudden my world opened, I was surrounded by people that had the same outlook as me. The yoga philosophy that I was understanding was really reflective of what I had experienced myself, uh, the logic behind the cause and effect, the self-care, the um, aspect of intention. Um, And for me, intention is everything. Whatever religious path you are on um, or not, whatever the purpose is that you're trying to bring into your life, intention is at the root of it. First of all you recognize what it is that you are attaching to or wanting to manifest or to come into or to develop. Then you have to have a clear sense of intention because it's through that intention that your energy is delivered towards that goal. Now with intention you need a sense of faith and faith happens within yourself it is a change that happens within and inside of yourself so sometimes it's phrased as gratitude faith and gratitude for me bring in the same energy if you can hold a space of gratitude for something that hasn't yet materialized it's the same thing in my view as having faith having faith that a greater situation, a better situation will arise. So it's on the energy of intention and faith that I work with my yoga. So every single day I arrive at my mat, I allow myself to tune into the intention of my practice. So day it might be releasing something that's not served me it could be wanting to engage greater in an aspect of my life that maybe I'm drawing away from through whatever reservation I might have and I'm trying to allow myself to open up towards a situation it may be that my intention is one of greater health vitality or a sense of connection to, to my own self, just reconnecting again and establishing my own truth. And I feel that all those aspects just draw me towards being a better person, not only towards myself, but also towards the outside world. Now, through that process of intention, as you hold that intention, that sense of faith and that sense of gratitude, and you begin to walk the walk through a physical practice on the mat, you're actually not just sitting with it and imagining it happening outside of yourself. Through the process of going through the physical asanas and that intention, you're actually beginning to energize in the material world an aspect of movement towards that goal. That's really important because we eventually are the ones that walk the walk. We are the ones that develop and bring into existence that that we want to manifest. So, all this happens with a sense of divine light, I suppose. Now, the divine could be anything from your own inner light, your own inner spark, to any kind of god. Um, or en- greater energy or um, energy of creation or universe whichever way you want to put it I believe that what you're doing with yoga, yoga means to unite, physically you're uniting, you're uniting your breath your body, your awareness, your mind the physical side of yourself to the spiritual side of yourself and then spiritually you're allowing a unity with your inner world, your inner heart to come through you to the more material aspect. So for me, yoga arrived in my life with more and more practice as I read more about the philosophy. But only after I discovered it myself, I then realized the true art of what yoga is all about. It's empowering you as an individual to connect with your divine inspiration, to recognize that that divine inspiration as you tune your attention towards your inner truth, your inner self, it enables it to come through you energetically for then you to then bring that to life in the material world. So yoga is a process of transformation. As you begin to bring that to life, your external world begins to reflect the changes you're making inside. Now yoga also has a benefit of enabling you to become aware of all the subconscious habits and aspects that so often hold us back in life. So, we are, as we're growing, a, a sponge taking in information, other people's points of view, experiences, um, our own feelings about things, and all of this begin to manifest subconsciously, filter through the nervous system, and then from there we build a perception, perception of our own sense of ability a perception of the expectations others might have on us or for us, things that we think we should be doing, others think we should be doing. The things in life that hold us back through lack of confidence or lack of self-worth. Possibly other people hold us back through their lack of confidence within us. Maybe their own lack of confidence within themselves is causing them to project that onto you. And as you become aware in your practice, you arrive on the mat and you, through the process of the physical postures, begin to listen to and understand the dialogue that's going on subconsciously. Things such as, this is difficult. I want to come out of this now and then you start to explore is that because my mind is telling me i need to come out is it because my body is telling me i need to come out and you can start to explore that deeper how can you understand whether it is your mind that's beginning to bring you out of a posture or whether it's your body well that will determine whether you can stay connected to your breath and a sense of the earth as you hold any given pose If you can re-establish yourself in a pose with comfort, with ease, your body was happy and it was your mind. For whatever reason was deciding it had had enough. So even through these little messages that, that come through with your attention on your mat, you can then begin to bring that out into your daily life where you can begin to understand Reactions that start to happen within you or that regularly happen within you or spontaneously happen within you. You can begin to ask of yourself what that means. Why has that lit a fuse? Why have you all of a sudden become deflated in a situation? And you can use the practice time on your mat to begin to help you to understand better the path that you walk day to day. So yoga takes me from a place of blind journeying through life to one where I'm recognising things outside of myself and I'm also recognising my own inner traits, inner hang-ups. I can begin to establish a relationship with my breath that happens on the mat and through the practice of that I've done another blog post on um, breath awareness that you might be interested in that explains a little bit more about what I'm saying here but allowing the movement of the breath to guide you with your um, knowledge about yourself about your physical body, about your inner reactions to things So as your breath tells you about a posture, as your breath tells you about an emotion, you can begin to um, understand more about the hidden aspect of yourself. And then through that, you can then decide whether it's worth bringing into material, whether you need to change your view and adapt your actions, um, your place in life. And ultimately that then leads you to a sense of your own real truth, the real essence of who you are and in yogic philosophy we are all born with a dharma, a life purpose, something that we are here to be doing. Now that might change at different aspects and different times in your life. You're dharma may change according to your circumstances so say if you are a mother then that would obviously be something that that your dharma would be helping you to fulfill that aspect but there'll also be an aspect that is there just for you and so when you begin to find that in life which is connecting with your truth and your truth you have discovered through your practice, your dharma will become clear and you will be able to then fulfill an aspect of yourself, whether it be through your work or through a hobby um, or maybe um, you're traveling or maybe it's through a deeper spiritual practice. You might find your dharma um, all of a sudden becoming fulfilled. And Dharma, to fulfill it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be an easy road because even things that we are meant to be doing, say say for an example, uh, a plant is meant to be a plant. It is. It knows it's Dharma. It's supposed to grow and to plant seeds. Now when it is a seed, it has to have the right environment. It has to have um, the. It has to go through the pain of breaking through, the crust of its seed in order to be able to, turn into a shoot. It has to work through the mud, and the toil to get up towards the sunlight. That could all be interpreted as, difficulties as things to have to, um, overcome in life. So when you're on your right path, it doesn't necessarily mean that you won't have challenges to overcome. But what you will have will be the passion and the drive to be able to overcome those things. So yoga, to get yoga, it happens as a process. It's not just one moment in time. It's a moment after a moment after a moment. And it's worth recognizing that in each moment, that's when you'll find your truth. Through being present in each moment and through being in your truth in each moment, then the path ahead will begin to open up. You need not worry about future aspects as long as you're being harmonious in your truth in each given moment in time. So yoga isn't something that you've got to feel, you've got to achieve or to master. I've been doing it for many, many years And it is an ongoing process and you will never reach the end. And that's one of the reasons why I love it. There are so many different aspects to yoga, from the breath to the awareness in mind, to the movement of energy through your body and understanding how that feels, to the boundaries that you begin to break through physically Uh, Mentally, emotionally, and then also the spiritual aspect, lightening the heart, lightening your spirit, allowing a connection within yourself, maybe to something greater, a divine aspect, maybe to something deeper, whichever way you wish to look at it. But yoga for me is a complete circle. It encompasses everything and everything is encompassed within it. There is no beginning, there is no end. There's no real right or wrong. The only thing really with yoga to remember is that you're looking for harmony and balance. You're not wanting to push into anything that is taking you away from harmony. Harmony of the breath, harmony of the body, harmony of your mind. You're looking to bring yourself towards harmony and balance. A balance between the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual. All aspects in harmony together. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please do contact me with any questions or any other subjects you'd like me to discuss. Namaste.